Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined with my partner in crime here, Mr. Andrew Hansen. How are you doing on this wonderful Groundhog Day, February 2nd, 2021? Yeah, I'm doing well. Yeah, we did a podcast earlier for the NBA, so check that out if you haven't already for tonight's slate here on Tuesday. And yeah. You know, I, I am excited about uh, Groundhog Day because, you know, it's, it's the snow outside here. We got a foot, uh, but we get to talk about golf. And once again, just watching the some of the preview action on the Golf Channel and the fairways just look amazing. I'd love to be there, but, you know, it's going to be different this year with no fans. Crazy. Oh, well, 5,000 fans, limited. So it's not like yeah. the 200,000 fans per day that we've gotten. So it's right. not it's not going to feel like Groundhog Day watching this tournament. No, it's not. But hey, you know what? A small amount of fans can cause trouble too. Did you see the LeBron incident last night? Yeah, I caught a clip of it. <laughs> there was a, a, a young blonde lady there on the sidelines giving him some business, and now it's all over social media. It's pretty darn funny. But uh, yeah, who knows? They'll still be hooting and hollering and yelling stuff there, even though it's only a smidgen of the people that are normally there. But uh but we'll take the, you know, we use the Groundhog Day thing for basketball. We're going to use it for golf because we had a winning week last week. Uh, you know, did a, a nice weekend finish. Our guys uh, did well. So we cashed in some, not just cash, but GPP plays and some single entries. And we want to keep that momentum going. So Groundhog Day again, as we head to the Phoenix Open, as you mentioned, it's at TPC Scottsdale. Great uh, course. Uh, that par three on 16th is a blast and just, you know, again, it's it's certainly going to be different without the fans, but it's still a great course to watch, uh, watch an event. And that is, of course, this Thursday through Sunday, the 7th, uh, the 4th through the 7th. Um, and the course is a par 71, 72.66. So, you know, pretty average, not super short, not one of the longer ones, but uh a true test, and if you're hitting the ball well, you can score. It's that simple. So uh, excited to to get into this one with you and uh, check out some of the statistical analysis. But our uh, information has to be verified by putting you through our normal quiz. So we're going to start out. You're on a you don't, you know you're on a one game losing streak here. Am I? So, it's, yeah, it's okay. I'll so it's time to strike back. Uh, All right, I'm going to I'm going to trick you today though to try to get two in a row. I'm going deep into the bag of tricks. Are you ready for this one? I think I you think can so. get it. No right. searching, no I don't want to hear any clicking. In the last 5 years at this tournament, TPC Scottsdale, you have to name two of the previous 5 winners of this event in the last 5 years. You can get this. I know you can. Yeah, I can because I watched last year. I mean, it always, it, in recent years, the final round is always on Super Bowl Sunday. So it's a nice wow. way to to hang out and catch some golf. You can watch it while interacting with people, having a good time. And I, I remember it uh, quite well because I bet on Tony Finau during <sighs> the final round to finish Ouch. off the win. And yep. Webb Simpson comes out of nowhere with some late birdies, forces a playoff and takes the trophy away from our friend Tony Finau. So Webb okay. Simpson last year. And, of course, if you see the thumbnail for our podcast this week on YouTube, you know Gary Woodland 
is yes. a winner here. So I'll just go with those two guys. Oh, uh, what a what a easy when I let you get back into the win. That was call. a layup. Yeah. Thank that you. That was too easy. Uh, it was Simpson last year. Fowler the year before, though, if you remember that uh, run that he made. Woodland uh, on in 2018, which was a great story back then. This is when he, in the practice round, uh, pulled uh, the girl out to hit the, the putt, and she made the putt, and it was an Internet sensation for a long time. And then 16 and 17, back-to-back, somebody Hideki. won it. Hideki Matsuyama, Yes. See, so that my research, I'm ready. Man, you are just, uh, you get a bonus point for that. We'll make it two and one. <laughs> All right, let me give you the real quick rundown. And I, I'll do it like I normally do just to give everybody a, put their arms around, you know, the top 20 by the betus.com.pa odds. John Rong, Justin Thomas, Xander Shoffley, Rory McIlroy, Webb Simpson, Daniel Berger, Hideki Matsuyama, Harris English, Sunjay M, Brooks Kepka. Bubba Watson, Ricky Fowler, Ryan Palmer, my favorite, Will Zalatoris, and back-to-back -back with one of my favorites, Scotty Scheffler, the aforementioned Gary Woodland, and this last guy. He tried to sink our lineup last week. He just blew up with a plus eight and withdrew Mr. Matthew Wolf, who is on my poo-poo list, Andrew. I'm not taking Matthew Wolf this week. That's right. He was in your FanDuel lineup that's still cashed, right? But yes, five out of six. And he just, he, he, you know what he chipped in with? 0.3. Well, he chipped in on the 18th, his first round out of the bunker on, on a terrible round, his only birdie of the day. And he was playing with, who was it? Rory, a couple of studs. And I don't think he was very happy with his performance. I'm not quite sure about that injury, but yeah, in, I, in any event, that that was one of those. Uh, you know, I shanked um, it. Oop, I got an injury. Yeah, yeah. right. I, I yeah, he's not going to make my. Uh, I beat him up pretty good in Discord, so we're we're done with him. Mm -hmm. But uh, all right, well let's uh, let's tap into this uh, brain, this golf brain of Andrew Hansen here. What what kind of stats do you have for us, and how do we expect this course to play this weekend? Well, um, like you mentioned, sort of medium length all things considered we are at a little bit of elevation uh, but it is only par 71 so i looked at a couple things looking at the last few winners they've been highly ranked in ball striking uh, they've all been top six if you look at webb and fowler and woodland in yeah. that category and so that of course combines total driving and greens and regulation and these are bigger greens they average over seven thousand square feet so Wow. It's just, you know, if you play steady tee to green here, the, the rough isn't that penal, but um, if you just get it on that, uh, you know, the flat surface, the, the the dance floor, if you will, then it comes down to putting. So I, I'm looking at the ball striking here in, in the last couple of years. And, and then also par four scoring a little bit because we do get that extra par four instead of the fourth par five right. on a par 71. And the last three winners here have finished first, first, and fourth. In, in par four scoring. So I, I looked at that stat coming into the week. So let's look at the, the ball striking here. And okay. if you look at last year, how things finished up, a lot of the big names are up there. Sung JM was number one in that stat. Uh, your boy Munoz was next in, in the guys who are playing here. Cam mm -hmm. Champ, Xander, and Scheffler were tied for seventh last year. 
And then we've got all the big guys coming up next year. Justin Thomas, Rom, Rory. This is Rory's first time here at this event, by the way. Hmm. Harris English, Webb Simpson, uh, Brendan Todd, Hideki, Ryan Palmer, Daniel Berger, and Horschel. So, I mean, it's no wow. surprise that looking at that list, I mean, those are guys who got to the tour championship, best players on tour, and a lot of them are here this week. Uh, all yeah. those guys I just mentioned are playing. So, you know, the, the good ball strikers here get a big boost. If you look at the stats from just this season, the wraparound season that we're in, some of the guys at the top are more value plays. So check out this group. These are guys from the top 10 who are playing in this tournament. Sam Burns, who was playing pretty well uh, last week, but then was putting very poorly on Sunday. So he ended up yeah. tied for 18th. Uh, James Hahn, a value play we've used before. Good course history here, by the way. Martin, Martin Laird, uh, Neesmith, Norlander, and Stuart Sink. So these are guys that... Oh, those guys are cheap, too. Those are all guys under 8,000 on DraftKings. They're not, you know, extra long hitters. Like you said, uh, we don't need that here on this course necessarily. Um, and then I'll just finish up with the rest of the top 20 for ball strikers this year. We get the same guys from last year. Sung J M, John Rahm, Brendan Steele, who's worth mentioning, uh, Webb Simpson and Scheffler. So um, to me, one of the themes is, you know, how many of these top names can we get? If we, right. pay, if we pay all the way up for Rom or Justin Thomas, you know, what does that do to the rest of our lineup? And so that, that's one of the key things that I'm going to be working with here in these lineups. Do you have a, a feel for if you want to go with one of the highest priced options like you often do to try to anchor your lineup? Yeah, I mean, you know, in golf, it seems like there's so much more variance to results week to week depending on the course and what's going on, that you can always find solid value. And especially with you pointing out some of the value plays every week, I find myself often, you know, paying up for a guy or two that I think are going to be that top five kind of guy. Like we've had the last couple of weeks, we've done that. And, and, you know, they haven't won the tournament, but they've been right there. And those points all add up. I mean, to cash as well as we did with a guy missing the cut, usually you have to get everybody through to do some damage. Uh, you know, it just it, it really helps to have those solid cash plays. And I have two of them this week, actually. And uh, I wanted to see how you felt about them. One of them is pretty obvious. Seems like, a, you know, a rookie play because you're, you know, he's the defending champ and he's playing well. But Damn, man, it's Webb Simpson is so tough. He's 11-3, and I get that, but, you know, it's the guy. It's not like the guy just won it last year out of the blue. He's had great finishes here, including a, a, a runner-up to Matsuyama in, in 2017. So, you know, he, I, I really uh, enjoyed playing like a, a stellar guy that I know it, it has a great chance to make the cut and also a great chance to hit that board in the top 10 or five uh, overall. And I think Simpson is the safest and most secure play. And, you know, you don't have to take uh, somebody coming off the bench like you do in basketball. You get guys that are going to be, be out there and they're going to play their rounds. And if they make the cut, they have just as good of a shot as anybody else. So, 
you know, it's hard not to want to build some of that strength at the top. And uh, you're able to do it by getting some of that value. So what do you think of Simpson? Like you said, you know, he is such a steady choice, especially for this type of course. Uh, I mean, we always talk about Webb Simpson on shorter courses. Yeah. And if you get more par fours like this great as an arrow, man. He's he's so great, TD Green, and you know he is one of those guys where you would be absolutely shocked if he missed the cut. So right, you know you you feel great about him. Knock on wood here, and and this, <laughs> you know the thing is he's more expensive on Fanduel. He's yeah. the third most expensive guy, or no, he's uh, fifth most expensive. But on uh, DraftKings, it feels like a a bigger drop from let's say Rom. Down yeah. to Simpson, it's it's eleven hundred. Yeah. Um, over on FanDuel, it's only seven hundred. So he just it, it stands out to me because I I'm kind of leaning towards Rom here at this point in the week. Okay. Uh, yeah. Arizona State guy, kind of going back home. Uh, he's been knocking on the door. Three straight finishes where he's finished seventh. Yeah, um, that's crazy. Triple seven. There you go. Luck charm. Triple seven. See, I like I mean, that. He is he is awesome. You, I agree with you. He may be. Well, he's did did I. Put him as the favorite. Did I when I read that? Yes, he, he is. is the favorite. Yeah. Yep. So you're right. Six to one is all he is. And actually, you know, just uh, Justin Thomas at seven and a half to one. Shoffley nine to one. McElroy ten to one. Simpson's down at thirteen to one. So it looks like Coach may have a little side bet action going here. Yeah, I wouldn't blame you. So. Uh, that that will be a key decision because I get again I'm looking at that price difference on on DraftKings and trying to yeah. figure out which way to go. Um, Boy, I but, wish I could have both of them. I know. Well, it's possible. <laughs> um, you know, we do we do try to hammer the six K and seven K value plays on DraftKings, so um, that's one thing we can do. Yeah, I mean it's possible. I mean, there's no doubt. That's the one cool thing about golf. I mean, you you can take some of those shots, but. I, I sort of have a tendency to agree with you, though. I I hate to take two of the highest price guys right off the bat because then you you almost have to scramble for three guys rather than just some value with two. So I, excellent stats. I'm dying to hear the par four ones, though. That's, that's really uh, going to be key, I think. Just historically, we need those guys uh, on our, our board here, I think. Yeah, and there are some more opportunities here if this forum continues to save some money on some of these guys, Russell Henley, uh, number one in this stat this hmm. year, par four scoring, and he's only 8,200. So I never guessed that. Yeah. Perfect mid tier option. Ryan Palmer's next. He's, you know, this is one of those tournaments where he's 92 and, you know, we've talked about it before. Ryan Palmer's a guy I'd much rather spend seven or 8,000 on. Yeah. Than over I 9, like him, but not yeah. at that number either. James Hahn, 6,800 who I mentioned in ball striking. Yep. Uh, Justin Thomas is in this category. Here's a real cheap option for you. If like Brian Gay, 6,100. And he does have some, a decent course history here. Um, he has a recent winner on PGA tour. So uh, there's an option for you. And then next in par four scoring is Sam Burns. So obviously you see a lot of, uh, um, carry over here between the ball striking and par four scoring stats right but burns at, at 7700 he's just shown he's got the top 10 top 20 upside 
And then Henrik Norlander, another guy who burst back onto the scene this week uh, in the mix after yeah. some up and down performance recently. And he's 7,500 on DraftKings. So uh, you take one or two of those guys, then you feel really good about them making the cut and they can help you pay up for one or two of the, one or two of the studs. No question. Uh, there, there's one guy that I want to ask you about because I've been vacillating back and forth whether I want to roster him or not because he is overpriced, but it is Matsuyama himself, the two-time champ. You know, he's so dangerous. Mm -hmm. He hasn't been in sharp form. Uh, I think he's going to be pretty low-owned because he hasn't been playing that well and his price is high. But, man, he could be a real difference maker uh, what do you think? I agree. He is a wild card this week. He's been making the cuts, but out of his last three tournaments, only one top 20, and right. it was a tie for 19th. So he's not quite in his top form, but uh, as a multiple-time winner here, yeah. uh, the you know that's the thing. And I was thinking the same thing here before the podcast, is, is what do we do with Hideki? Yeah. And to me, he just feels more of a GPP option because of that. Um, I kind of like Daniel Berger in that same price range. Yeah. Two hundred dollars cheaper. Solid success here, too. Yeah. Solid success here. He has uh three out of six top tens and two straight top tens in his recent events here in 2021. So yeah. I like that combination, that background a little bit better than Hideki. So I think I'll more likely go to Berger this week. Yeah, I mean they're both priced about the same, and that's de and there's definitely some tough decisions here. Uh, I want to throw in, uh, one other guy in the mix, and and then I'm going to put my lineup together between you know uh, some of these value plays you brought forward, and then a couple of these key plays. But here's a guy that's playing great. He's made every cut, uh, and I, I just think he fits here. He's he finished in the top five here before, and that's John Huh Huh. You know what I'm saying? H U H. <laughs> right. I never know how to really say it and and not sound like you're. Uh, it's sort of like back to KBO days when we're. It sounds like we're shortening all the names. What do you think? Of, what do you think of Mister Ha? Huh? He didn't make any of my list this week. Oh no. Okay. As you know, uh, I've enjoyed playing him recently. Yeah. So I I definitely cannot blame you for for the interest. I mean. He's just one of those guys that goes under the radar that does seem to make the cut every week. And his price is, isn't too bad in the 9,000s, which, you know, it's not giveaway uh, prices. But, you know, a guy, again, you know, I like the track record. If you've been in the top five here and you play it every year, that means a lot, I think. Yeah, and so he's only he's only 7,200 on DraftKings. See, that's amazing. He's 93 on FanDuel. So... I mean, that's a lock and load on DraftKings, and it should not be that big of a difference. Although it, I may have to fade him on FanDuel because that does seem a little high, you know? It does. Yeah, I prefer him on DraftKings there. There are a couple other guys in this price range I want to mention. Okay. Ben On is always a GPP option who is like the classic boomer bust golfer. Because he's great with his ball striking, but his putter is a mess. So if he figures it out, then watch out. And he's four for four and made cuts in this event with two top tens. He's nice. 7,300 7, on DraftKings. I like that option. Mark Hubbard is a cheaper one. 
6,600. He's three for three and made cuts here with a top 10. Uh, Brandon Steele, who I mentioned earlier, 7,400. He's six for 10 with top 20s. And Kyle Stanley, he's one of the former winners from 2012. And he's only 6,700. And his last two events have been a 32nd and an 18th. Nice. So, I mean, it's not very often you get that type of profile for 6,700. It seems like there's a ton of value in this slate, even more so than normal, which really makes you want to go stars and scrubs for sure. Uh, I, I like the options there. That's that's a lot of great, uh, great folks. Um, you know, we didn't really touch on that. The only two guys I, else I want to mention, not that I'm playing either one, uh, are actually all three. Let me bring all three up because I think they're going to all be get a chunk of ownership but uh, Thomas, McElroy, and Shoffley. Now, Shoffley makes sense. I think he's going to be highly owned. He's obviously six for six on cuts. This plays right into his game. I mean, he's got to be considered. But, I mean, you can only play so many of these guys. And I'm with you. You know, McElroy first time in, so I'm not going to go there. Plus, he's not playing that sharp. Uh, and Justin Thomas is always dangerous, but... It seems like the last few times I played him, he just not getting it done with the flat stick, you know? Yeah. Uh, same analysis for me with that group. Yeah. Very simple. Okay. Yeah. So we're just passing the three, three, the second, third, and fourth highest price guys. We'll see you next week, <laughs> fellas. Yeah. And we'll just, <laughs> and we'll pray uh, on the way that you don't win like we know that you can. Yes, we need to hire somebody to be out on the course, and right when they're hitting, they have to yell Noonan, like uh, the old Caddyshack deal. Since it's the gopher day, it's, you know, tying it all yes, together. Man. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we just lost half the audience on that bad one. But uh, <laughs> Well, if we did, you got to do your research and get caught up. Yes, yes, I agree. Um, all right, any other stats or anything you want to discuss? Any other guys to point out? I mean, we've got a bucket load of value here. So, I'll just mention two mid-tier prices because you're right. It, it feels like stars and scrubs, and it feels like there's more of that pricing set up, especially on DraftKings, so you don't have as many options in the middle tier. But uh, two little wild cards to consider in that range would be Louis Oosthuizen, who's okay. 8,900. He's 8,900. And, you know, he's right in that price range between Scheffler, Zalatoris, Kepka, Wolf, and Fowler. I don't think he's going to be that highly owned. And he has one appearance here, and he finished third. And, you know, that's a great guy to get in your lineup and, and nice. hope for a top 10. And then Carlos Ortiz, who we found also, uh, his price tag jumped his out at price. us. Yeah, seventy eight hundred on draft. I don't understand that as well as he's playing. Yeah, so if you want a little bit of a different build, you could grab one of those guys, and not go quite as much stars and scrubs. And I'll tell you, you know, a little bit different than some of the sports, especially in golf. Don't be afraid to leave money on the table. I mean, again, you know, the difference between using every dollar in your salary and leaving even a thousand on the table. It somewhat doesn't matter in golf. It's almost like, you know, uh, different than any other sport. Well, you, you know, you're not stacking anything. You're not looking at specific value spots. I mean, it's just a lot of the guys are, are mispriced or priced lower. 
And on any given week, pretty much anybody can step up and win a tournament. So uh, definitely creates variance, but we've had consistent success and uh, we hope to keep that streak going for sure. I'm, I'm probably going to end up with Will Zalatoris again because I've played him like six, seven tournaments in a row. And I know if I don't play him, he's going to win the darn thing. So right. <laughs> I'm going to have to dial him up once again. So, all right. I think that's about it. Do you have any last uh, info or anything? I think that's it for the week. Thank you all for tuning in. Terrific. And we've got, uh, we'll be doing this PGA show every Tuesday afternoon, posting it around dinner time. And it'll be up until the Thursday tee off. So it gives you plenty of time to catch the podcast. We'd love to have you join us at dfscoachtalk.com. Just jump in there. You can get in for a week, uh, even uh, as a minimum, or there's all kinds of different options, including you want to tell real quickly about our 149 deal with BetUS? Yeah, if you're into sports betting, go to betus.com.pa. If you can make your first deposit there, do it for 149 with the promo code COACHTALK, all one word, and you're going to get to use that money to bet on sports and you get a free membership with us until April 1st. So it's a tremendous value. Uh, love to have you do that. If you have any questions, you can find us on Twitter at DFS Coach Talk. Absolutely. And if you want to message us directly, Andrew's at Language Olympic. I'm at J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. And Shane is at D-E-T Sports. Shane, last thing, as always, as we're closing out here, if, you're, uh, if you listen to the podcast, you enjoyed it, We'd really appreciate on YouTube if you give us a thumbs up, hit the subscribe button, and hit the alert so you know when our podcast posts. You know, this week we have seven-day-a-week NBA basketball, which we always have. We have golf. We have the Super Bowl special coming with Andrew and Shane. You don't want to miss those. So by hitting that alert button, they'll let you know when they post. So please do that. We're moving up in the algorithms and and getting to the point where – Uh, We're pretty excited. So please uh, continue to support us there. Thank you all for listening, though. We appreciate it. Uh, We'll certainly be back next week, hopefully uh, reliving Groundhog Day with another winning week. That's our game plan. We're going to just keep doing that. And and as long as we can, we're going to say it because we want to keep winning. So that is it. Uh, Appreciate it. Good luck on the on the uh, between the ropes, as they say, uh, in golf. Enjoy watching the tournament this weekend. Uh, as part of the Super Bowl weekend, and uh, we'll look to to catch it for sure tomorrow with our NBA and uh, Super Bowl special podcast. So for Andrew Hansen and the entire uh, DFS Coach Talk team, I am Joe Sarvati, known as The Coach. We will catch you again tomorrow when we look to crush it in DFS. <laughs>